Hello and welcome to another Real Estate Investment Industry Insights. Uh, today I'm talking about the various types of commercial real estate investments. So when you think of commercial real estate investment types, there's three main types of investments. You've got your core or core plus, you have your value add, and then you have your opportunistic strategies. Each of these segments lie at a different point on the risk versus return spectrum. With core investments considered to be the least risky, with the lowest expected return, and opportunistic investments offering the highest level of risk along with the highest expected return to investors. So when you think about core investments, you know, core investments are considered to be the least risky because they often target stabilized, fully leased, secure investments in major core markets. These include properties with long-term leases in place to high credit tenants and Class A buildings in highly desirable locations. So they check all the boxes for being perfect. These buildings are often well-kept and require little to no improvements uh, you know, as the new owner to do anything with the property. Uh, therefore, these types of real estate investments generally do not experience significant appreciation in value, but rather the stable, uh, predictable cash flows with uh, relatively low risk. Uh, this type of investment typically suits the investor who seeks uh, capital preservation, um, you know, long-term hold periods. Uh, they call them the you know, quote-unquote coupon clippers. But the, uh, the issue I have with that is that since it is real estate, it's uh, a living, almost like a living organism because you've got the rents coming in. You've got a lot of things that can happen with the property. So even though it's considered core and less risky, uh, it's still important to, to understand uh, what the risk would be if something does happen and the uh, tenants uh, you know, move out. So um, that being said, uh, these do typically warrant a lower leverage acquisition. Um, because the banks and financial institutions like these types of assets because they have the long-term leases in place. Um, they have the ability to uh, be released because it's in a great location. So that's kind of the core asset, that uh, core asset class, if you will, for commercial real estate. Then you have your value add. Uh, value add is kind of more of the area that I like to invest. Um, I'm more focused on these types of assets because the value add investments typically target you know, properties that have in-place cash flow, so you got some cash flow coming in, uh, but seek to increase the cash flow over time by making improvements to or repositioning the property. So the ability to either uh, add new tenants or fill the vacant spaces um, or add some additional uh, pieces to the property, like a pad out front of a retail or, or additional unit where the laundry room was, things like that. So that's kind of the value add. And this could include, you know, making the physical improvements to the asset um, that will allow it to command, you know, get higher rents, um, increase efforts to lease vacant spaces at the property, um, kind of get more of a quality uh, type of tenant. And especially in today's environment, you're looking for those types of tenants that um, would be able to stay open if there is a pandemic of sorts or needs to stay open, like, you know, healthcare, um, pharmaceutical, those types of things. Um, and then also just something that can uh, add a lot of money by improving the management. So maybe the property is being poorly managed. So value add, uh, you're looking at something that could 
also increase the cash flow um, by just getting better management or building better relationships with the tenants because the uh, the manager or the owners um, weren't very tenant friendly. So you want to keep that uh, customer satisfaction. Um, lowering the operating expenses obviously uh, always helps. Um, once the uh, operation uh, has uh, successfully increased the net operating income uh, for the property, uh, they typically seek to sell the asset. So when you think of value add, when you look to uh, increase the value uh, by increasing the cash flow because you're selling uh, these commercial properties based on cash flow uh, and cap rate. So by increasing the cash flow and your net operating income, it will allow you to capture uh, that value and the value add on the appreciation. And uh, you see these probably held you know, three to five year type hold um, so that uh, all the investors could uh, get their capital back out. Um, the last piece uh, is the opportunistic. So you have the core, um, doesn't take a lot of work. Uh, the returns aren't going to be that great, but they're stable. You got the value add, which uh, takes a lot more uh, uh, work involved and uh, you need to change things up. And then the last is opportunistic. So the opportunistic investments, uh, these are the ones that uh, is kind of the value add approach, but you're even going even riskier. It could be a ground up development. So you're taking on something that totally needs to be fully developed or um, significant you know, rehab. It could be uh, a brown site that was a gas station or uh, God forbid you buy a uh, ex laundromat which uh, has a lot of chemicals to deal with and you got to deal go through and get uh, you know the phase one phase two and then also it could be remediation of the uh, the dirty dirt so um, that definitely is very opportunistic and the expectations of a return is a lot greater so um, oftentimes these assets will be fully vacant um, at the time of acquisition um, and you seek to to develop the you know the raw land from the ground up um, projects offer the highest level of potential return, but they also, in the asset class, have the highest amount of risk. So uh, it's important to, to really understand if you're going into the opportunistic. Um, the sponsors of these types of projects uh, typically uh, employ uh, the use of high leverage. Um, and, uh, and so they're basically trying to get as much uh, money up front to make sure that they have the, the best ability to make it successful. And if it doesn't become successful, then they, as the sponsor, there isn't as much of a loss. So um, important to, uh, to to look at the uh, the characteristics of whoever's doing the opportunistic type investment. So if you're looking at it from an investor perspective, you kind of want to look at the matching up your risk level and risk tolerance with the return expectations. If you're looking at this as a syndicator and you're the one who is putting together a syndication, especially in the early days, if you've never done a syndication, um, you want to kind of go for the the easier path of success because the more success you have, the more people will participate with you. So uh, that could be the value add or the core um, opportunistic uh, type opportunities. Uh, are great if you really understand what you're doing, um, but I like investing with others in opportunistic investments where they're using their experience and their long track record of success, and then I can kind of come along uh, for the returns, uh, which works out well. But uh, I like to play in the value add 
uh, personally. So the value add real estates is, uh, is where I, I spend most of my time and uh, energy and efforts uh, looking for opportunities. So um, hopefully this gives you a little insight on uh, the various commercial real estate investment uh, type. And if you have any questions, uh, please do not hesitate to send me an email at Derek at docmail.com or just give me a call 425-802-3653. Have a great day. Thank you.